Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Friday's Daily Devotion. I'm Linda Black from South Canyon Lutheran Church, and I want to share a poem from Isaiah this morning, which is one of our lectionary texts for this weekend. Um, it's about a vineyard keeper and the vineyard that he planted, and it leads into a parable that we hear Jesus telling in our gospel lesson for Sunday. This scripture that I'm reading today comes from the fifth chapter of Isaiah, verses 1 through 7. Let me sing for my beloved my love song concerning his vineyard. My beloved had a vineyard on a very fertile hill. He dug it and cleared it of stones and planted it with choice vines. He built a watchtower in the midst of it and hewed out a wine vat in it. He expected it to yield grapes, but it yielded wild grapes. And now inhabitants of Jerusalem and people of Judah judge between me and my vineyard. What more was there to do for my vineyard that I had not done in it? When I expected it to yield grapes, why did it yield wild grapes? And now I will tell you what I will do to my vineyard. I will remove its hedge and it shall be devoured. I will break down its wall and it shall be trampled down. I will make it a waste. It shall not be pruned or hoed and it shall be overgrown with briars and thorns. I will also command the clouds that they rain no rain upon it. For the vineyard of the Lord of hosts is the house of Israel, and the people of Judah are his pleasant planting. He expected justice, but saw bloodshed, righteousness, but heard a cry. Now the beginning of this text is positive and it reads kind of like a love song it refers to god as my beloved which we find in other places in the old testament which make leads us to believe that they thought of god as love now we see in here that the vines are of high quality the soil is very fertile and the vineyard keeper built a hedge around the vineyard to protect it the owner cared for those vines and hoped that it would produce good fruit now any of you who maybe grew up on a farm as I did understand the labor that goes into the, the preparation the planting the tending and the harvesting of the crop. It's hard work, and it's always followed with expectations for a great harvest. And just as God, the beloved, had expectations for the vines here, for the people of Israel, but those people let God down, just as they had done so many times before. God expected of them righteousness and justice, 
but instead it tells us that he heard cries of injustice from the poor and the downtrodden. So expectations, God had expectations for the people of Israel. And we all have lived with expectations. We have expectations that we place on ourselves and expectations that other people have of us. And sometimes we feel compelled to fulfill those expectations. They may cause us to set goals and maybe grow in our life. Sometimes those expectations can cause inner conflict and conflict with other people. And some of those expectations may be unjust, asking us to do something that we know we shouldn't do. But some of those expectations are just leading us to help people in ways that we know we need to. So what then does God expect of us? Does God, who created us, long for us to do? Now as this text in Isaiah points out, God expects a harvest from us. Now what does that mean? He doesn't expect us to earn our salvation because Christ has already done that for us. But God has planted a seed in each one of us that he wants to bear fruit. Now when we live in Christ's love, a big harvest is possible. That harvest of sweet, good grapes in a community of justice where all people have everything that they need. Wow, how is that possible? But that's what God expects of us, to work towards justice where people have what they need. So how then do we go about doing that? Now we know that we live in Christ's love and that supports us and encourages us to move forward. We also have the community of South Canyon Lutheran Church around us and we can work together as community. And we are here as a part of the community of Rapid City and in Western South Dakota where there are needs I think we can hear people crying out for the injustices here. Now God has prepared everything for us by giving us Christ, by giving us a faith community in which we live, and by putting us in a community that has injustices which we can serve. So it's up to us to respond to that. We do respond in many ways, but I think we also need to stay open to how the Spirit will move us to new ways of fruitfulness because the people long for that fruitfulness from us. Be open to ways that God can move in unexpected ways to help bring about justice in our community. 
and we may taste that sweet taste from serving God in our community. Let us pray. Loving God, we thank you for everything you have given us, for giving us Christ and the love that we live in, for giving us each other in this church, in this community, to be strong with and to inspire each other, and for giving us a community in which we can be your hands and feet to do the work that needs to be done in this world. Guide us as we find ways to serve you in Rapid City, in South Dakota, and in the world. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.